Welcome to the Build Your Coaching Business Podcast. We'll talk about how to start, grow, and enjoy your coaching business. Plus, we'll dig into the failures and lessons we've learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hello there. Welcome back. In this week's episode, we are going to talk about not having your goal, right? (laughs) And we're going to cover three parts of this. One of them is normalizing that. The other is the perspective that you come from when you're doing your goals. And then the last thing we're going to cover in not having your goals is choosing how you want to feel in process of goals. And there are a few things that made me think about this and want to talk to you guys about this and help you think about it in a new way. One of them is I was thinking about my coach and one of the things that she taught me when it comes to selling and creating an offer is that people want to be like to sell basically, right? That people want to buy an end result, right? They want to buy, this is what she said, being in Mexico. They don't want to, they don't want to hear about the trip there. And when I think about that in terms of building a business, what I've really come to is that I don't want to sell being in Mexico (laughs) because I like we all want, of course, right? Like you want to build your business and there are so many ways and people that can help you do it and they, they all work, right? Like there's tons of ways to build a business. And the thing I think about is, is like, I want people who value that experience. I want people who are like, yeah, I mean, I want that result, but also like I'm willing to like grow and create the experience I want and enjoy the process and all those things, right? Because it's like, I don't want to be a person and I don't want to surround myself with clients who are so obsessed with the goal that they're like miserable along the way because we're building businesses. You guys all know what we're going to do after we get the next goal. I know you know. You're going to set another one, <laughs> right? And and so the other thing I was talking about is I was talking with a friend and she was telling me about how prior to managing her mind, she thought she was like her, 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 her perspective of that perception. I'm sorry. I don't even know what words I'm using, but it doesn't matter. Her thought was like, oh, I was closer to my goals or I was making more progress before I had mind management. And one of the things that made me think of is like when we learn the tools of managing our mind, of watching our mind and of creating our own experience to a result and a goal that we want, our goals typically change. And instead of valuing that number and like how quick we can get there, We realize that the reason we wanted that result, right? What's the result? 100K business, a 500K business, a full client load, a program, right? The reason we wanted it was because of how we thought we would feel when we get there. And when you realize that and you're like, oh, I can feel that now, right? Because it's it's so fun how our brain, like we have emotions and yet our mind isn't constantly consciously thinking about them and so it forgets right your brain literally forgets that you can feel any way you want to feel now I'm not talking about lying to yourself that'd be a whole nother episode about how not to be a liar to yourself but it's 
deciding how you want to feel and then like learning how to create that experience in a very genuine way with yourself. And so when I think about her and she's like, oh, you know, now I have these tools and I'm further away from my goals. My, my thought about that was like, what if maybe your goals just changed? And not to say you still don't want that dollar amount of business or those number of clients or, you know, certain types of offers and, and the way you provide for your family, right? It's not to say that that changed, but the journey to it changes, because before we have mindset work, we like we get exhausted and we're like, well, I guess coaching is exhausting. I guess building a business is exhausting when really we were using a fuel, right? We were using emotions like pressure and hustle and like this at all costs type emotions that drain us quicker. And when you learn these mindset tools, what you learn is I'm not willing to push myself at all costs. Like I value my mental experience, my physical experience, my stress levels, right? I, I was talking to the doctor, I know, random information. Um, and they were talking about like how my cortisol levels, I'm sure you guys, some of you might know, but basically it's like this stress hormone, I think, I don't know. And like this idea that we raise our stress levels to the point in our own body where our bodies don't know they're stressed out. We think we're calm and yet the body's like, you're not. And I thought that was so fascinating, this idea that it's like when we build businesses at all costs, right? When we're pushing, when we're trying to prove something, when we think that something is going to be drastically better, not to say it isn't, right? Like having money does make things easier. But when we push to get there at all costs, like we do physical damage, we do mental damage to ourselves along the way. So today's episode is about not having your goal. And the very first reason is because 99% of the time that you have a goal and you are working towards it, you won't have it. When I first heard that, I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. <laughs> I like how these really simple things become this like, oh, I never thought about it like that, right? Like once you set a goal, you have these series of thoughts, but like make sure you remember to think when you set a goal, I'm going to spend 99% of my time not having the goal. And Thinking that type of thought is going to normalize it. Because when our brain thinks that that's normal, we feel better. We're like, oh, that's part of the process? Okay. And you will feel a sense of calm and ease come over your body because it's letting go of all the other thoughts that might have been like, oh my gosh, I don't have it yet. I need to do something different. I'm missing, right? Like all that chatter versus when you remember like, and it's normalized. Like, yeah, 99% of the time I have this goal. I am not going to have it. Right? So you're not going to have the goal. That's the first thing. We're going to normalize that with something as simple as a thought. I don't even think I need to describe that, right? Because, right, wherever you are, you set a goal. We, we give ourselves time frames to bring up thoughts, to refine our ability to create it in a time frame. But just because you set a time frame doesn't mean you just magically are entitled to hit the goal in that time frame. What I love about goals is you only set a goal, this is my recommendation, that you're willing to go after no matter what. Not at all costs, like I was talking about, but the commitment that if I don't hit it in this time frame, 
I'm willing to keep going after it. I think one of those first goals when you're a coach is like a full client load. Whatever that means to you, 10 clients, 15, 20, whatever. But that commitment, you might say, my goal this month is one client because I'm working to having 20. Okay, maybe not one, but you know, sure, couple or whatever. But it's a part of this idea, like this client is part of, like my goal is to have a full client load and I'm not going to stop until I have it. Until I've created that result, I'm not going to be done. And 99% of the time, I'm not going to have it, right? And that doesn't mean anything has gone wrong. I'm learning how to create that result. You hear this? Like not having your goal, you're creating new conversations you have with yourself along the way. Because you are learning how to create a goal. Even if you've created it before, which, right, some of you guys hold that against yourself. Well, I have created a client before. Therefore, it's like, no, you're learning how to do it. You're writing your own roadmap. That's one of the things inside of the of my program, which I renamed, by the way. I don't know if I told you guys. I named it the Unconventional Business School because I want to. <laughs> I love that so much better than a result. And inside of there, one of the things I, I take my clients through is something called client mapping. And it's basically lying down the middle of the paper and you allow yourself to explore both parts of something, right? So what might be helpful and what might not be helpful. And so when you create a result like one client, you're actually mapping it out for your brain how you did it. What were you thinking? What were you feeling? What did you do? What helped you do that? What were you thinking about your clients? What were you thinking about your offer? What were you thinking about yourself? What were you think about thinking about making an offer? Because sometimes what you guys are thinking about making an offer is, I have to do this. I hope someone pays attention. And then what you might put under the like, oh, that may not have been helpful. But what you realize is like, oh, when I was making an offer and I was thinking, oh my gosh, I cannot wait for them to get in here and experience this. Like that, that actually made you feel differently and have more fun doing it, right? So you're normalizing the experience and you're choosing how you want to get there by teaching yourself the way, right? And when you set a goal, you're just choosing and committing, like I'm going to learn how to create this result. I'm not supposed to know how to create it. So you're changing the way you talk to yourself the whole way. The second part of not having a goal is is where you come from today in in hitting it. So one of the things I like to do is I like to create this visual of your future self. And so when we imagine that you fast forward into the future and your future self is talking to you. So uh, sometimes, I mean, old me would have been like, that sounds weird, but current me is like, sounds totally normal. But there's just, right? Like when you think about that, if you fast forward six months into the future, that's you, She's just you who's experienced six months of time. You have no idea what's happened in those six months. Like remember COVID? None of us knew that was coming, right? All bits of that. But it's like, it's always, we never know what's what's coming or what's going to happen. And so when you fast forward into the future, you can fast forward into that future moment and you can believe There's a, like, I have my goals. Like, the goal that I have is done. That full client practice that I wanted, it's done. 
Now, notice, we don't even know how far into the future you're fast forwarding. That's not relevant. But it's this sense that when you fast forward in, do you go to a place where the goal is done? Can you believe that? Can you see yourself as someone who has that result, who did the work to get there, who can like, who can feel proud of what she did to get there, who, who is like, wow, I cannot believe who I became in that process, right? You don't know who you became, but you're almost like honoring it even without knowing. You're like, whew, I have this new result. This is really great. And like, I'm really proud of myself of how far I've come. I'm proud of myself of what I went through to learn how to have this result. You hear that? It's like a whole new way of thinking about your goal. But when I think about this second part, it's like a lot of you, first of all, don't even fast forward into the future. But instead, like when you don't remember to fast forward into the future, what happens is, is in this moment, you instead come from this place of, well, I don't really know what's going to happen. Even though none of us actually know what's going to happen, hear that. There are two places you can create from. You can fast forward into your future or not and just always be uncertain telling yourself, well, I don't really know what's going to happen, which is true. I'm not going to argue. But you could also decide that the future is unwritten, that the future isn't a reflection of your past, that you're going to keep going after this goal until it's done, that you want to be the person you want to learn how to think and, and be and do and create that result. And you could just are decided you will. Right. So so let me say that again. There is being in this moment, believing that in the future you create every result you want. Or there's coming from a perspective of like, well, I don't really know. Who knows? And that who knows doesn't necessarily feel bad or negative. It feels kind of like open. And what I love about this idea of going into your future and just deciding that there's a point in the future is it almost creates this like sharpness of feeling like not a sharp in a bad way, but like, like this clarity, this like, this like commitment, this compelled, this like decide, I don't know, right? Like, but it's like, it's this feeling and I'm like, ooh. So when you try those two on, like, well, who knows? It feels very airy and unattached versus deciding in progress of your goal right now. Like there's a point in the future where I figure this out. And then that point almost drags you to it, right? Like your belief that you do it, that future you drags you to it. You just, you can't even help do it, right? The last part of not having your goal is choosing how you want to experience the in-between. So we talked about normalizing, right? That it's like you're going to spend 99% of your time not having the goal and that you're actually changing how you think about that, which is actually changing your experience. And then we talked about how you're going to choose to be in this moment and either feel that like airiness of like who knows if I get there or you can like tether yourself to your goal and your future believing that you get there and let that tether of goal pull you to it and then the last part is really choosing how you experience yourself the whole way and I I like to look through this lens through feelings 
Because feelings create this like wide blanket of experience. Whereas thoughts are something that you can like try and like hustle. You're like, what thoughts do I need to think? What are the good thoughts? What are the right thoughts? Like, ooh, I'm like, how? Like, right? Like, you start to become nitpicky about thoughts. And I'm like, no. Like, so what I love coming through feelings, it's like, how do I want to feel? And you can ask yourself this question, like, how do you want to experience the process of a goal? I think last week's episode, I tell you, I think I'm pretty sure last week's episode was about like working emotions versus done emotions. But it like, this is very similar. Like when you don't have the goal yet, you get to decide how you feel moving towards the goal. That doesn't mean you're not still going to feel all the negative emotions. You're still going to feel discouraged. You're still going to feel inadequate. You're still going to feel pressure. You're still going to feel urgent. Whatever you feel now, you're still going to feel it. But instead of only feeling those and then feeling good feelings whenever they just happen to come for however long they choose to stay, you're going to decide how you want to feel. And you might have some different emotions based on like, right, when you fast forward to the future and you're like, how do I think I'm going to feel at the goal? I go back to the last episode and and go through that because it's so good. But you might say, like, how do I want to feel at my goal? I want to feel reassured. I want to feel encouraged and excited and successful and victorious. And then you might say, well, how do I want to feel in the process of it? And you might have some different emotions. But when you identify those emotions and you just commit, like, I'm going to feel these on purpose every day. And one of those emotions might be accepting. If you ever in my space and get coached by me, that is probably the number one emotion that I ever am like, let's try that one. How about this one? This one will change your life. Because when we think about accepting, I'm thinking about accepting yourself. Accepting yourself as who you are. Not thinking you need to be any different. Not thinking anything needs to change. Just being who you are. When I think of accepting, I think of accepting the results, accepting the past, accepting that where you are now is where you are, and that when you fight against that, you only create more unhappiness with yourself, rather than I see it as like this almost like a balance where it's like you just step into being where you're at, and you let, you release all the judgment about the past, at least as much as you can, right, where you're just like, I'm in this moment, this is who I am. These are the results I have. This is what I'm working with. None of it's good or bad. It's just this is what we're working with. I think about that with our minds because as a coach, coaching coaches, I see their minds being so different. And the experience of our mind is what causes us each to get different results. It's our our habits and our patterns and the things we're breaking down and rebuilding and our willingness to believe new things and to question them and to like notice feelings and feel them. And like everybody has a different experience with that, which causes you to have a different journey. So when you are in process, right, when you don't have the goal, you get to decide how you want to experience it. 
You get to create that blanket of like, these are the emotions I'm going to choose. One of those emotions, right? I I started my list accepting. Oh, I stopped the very first one. (laughs) Accepting, curious. Maybe you want to be curious about, because so often I see coaches trying to figure out what's wrong with their business, what they're missing, And that emotion is never coming from curiosity. It's coming from like judgment and fear and urgency, which are normal. You're going to feel those. But imagine if you just practice, you're like, I want to feel curious. And so you were like, hmm, today I'm going to feel curious and I'm going to look at these parts of my business. Or focused. Like I want to be focused on speaking to my correct person. Because so often our brains like accidentally flips and, and thinks about the person who doesn't want what we have. And then we're like, crap, I did it again. So you're like, I want to feel focused on that. Maybe you want to feel focused on your goal. Maybe you want to feel focused on serving your people. Maybe you want to feel focused on like how great your offer is. Maybe you want to feel willing. Because right we never know what's actually going to happen and so it's this sense like I'm willing to make this choice I'm willing to do this and just find out how it goes I'm willing to um say hmm is there like like do I want to have a intake for my consults do I want to ask them questions before they can book a call with me and that feeling of willingness might be like let's try it and see I'm willing to find out that that doesn't help I'm willing to find out that fewer people book calls. I don't know, right? But that willingness to like try it and see. Maybe you want to feel decisive. This is one of my favorite emotions. I really like how it feels. And sometimes I forget to feel it. But when I remembered it, I was like, ooh, I love that one. Because once we decide things, there is like this strength in our body that like the solidity solidity I don't know if that's a word but we become very like oh yeah that's what I decided and then when you pair that with willingness and you're like I already decided I'm willing to play it out and see how it goes notice how that changes your experience of not having the goal that's all we're doing here right when we think about building a business You can idolize the result. You can idolize the dollar amount in your business, the number of clients you have, the offers and what they look like. And you can think that when you get there, it's going to be this like magical world. But what I want to invite you to and encourage you instead is to to like, because I think when people do that, they think the journey wasn't going to be messy. And by messy, I mean full of emotions like negative and positive, full of thoughts, <laughs> negative and positive, full of things you didn't know you were going to have to work through that are totally normal pieces of business, like people hiring you and then wanting a refund, um, running Facebook ads, spending $10,000 and making 7000 right? Thinking, oh, I think I'm going to do organic marketing instead. And then accidentally quitting everything that was working and trying to like start something completely new, right? Like we, we forget that the journey is going to be messy. That the whole way to the result isn't supposed to look perfect and like consistent, self-regulated. It's not supposed to look like a job. 
your journey inside of not having the goal, like you have to learn to think differently about it and say, it's going to look a certain way. It's going to look like a normal human experience and I'm up for it. I'm up for all the things that having this goal is going to throw at me. Because so often people want that $100,000, $500,000 business, but what they forgot to want was everything that was going to get thrown at them along the way. And the things that are going to get thrown at you are self-doubt, uncertainty, uh, <laughs> like those are some of the emotional elements. But then we look at the tangible things, right? People are going to give you money and then want it back. People are going to say bad things about you. Probably, I don't know. People are going to disagree with you. People, like you're going to think you have to do it a certain way. Um, you're going to spend you're going to accidentally spend a bunch of time in wanting instead of making decisions about things, right? Like you have to want that journey and be okay with the fact that sometimes it's going to be messy and that it's not going to look like anybody else's. It's not going to look like anybody else's. And there is no like magical thing that's going to make it somehow wonderful and easy. Instead, it's just this willingness. Like I want this result, and I want who I become learning how to have it. And one of the things I want for me, and I want people close to me who want this too, is who want that experience, who want to change the part where when they don't have the goal, they don't feel awful. And the way you don't feel awful not having the goal, oh man, I don't know about that sentence. That sounded full of double negatives <laughs> but the way you enjoy creating results that's the that's the direction the way you enjoy creating goals is you change your experience of not having the goal right you normalize that you're not supposed to have the goal you choose to believe you get there and you you tether yourself to that result so you feel that like that pulling of your future towards you and you choose the emotions you want to experience the whole way, accepting that the other emotions are still going to come, but choosing to step into those emotions and create them and make decisions from them and see your business through them. And you change the way you talk to yourself along the way. That's the experience of creating new goals. Because as I said in the beginning, I already know what you're going to do once you hit your goal. Once you have a full client load, once you hit 100K or 500K, you're just going to reset the goal, right? You're going to want more because you're a human. And building a business can be enjoyable and fun when you learn how not to have a goal. Okay, I'll talk to you next week. Hey, who's your business coach? If you don't have one, I'd be honored to help you grow your coaching business. I have a daily practice that'll help you feel powerful, focused, and comforted in the discomfort of growing your business. This mental routine will help you create any goal you're working on. Sign up for this free training at elizabethsalazarcoaching.com. Just like this podcast, it's free. I'll see you over in your inbox.